flexibility. If you didn't see the video from um, Tuesday, then it's up on the Facebook group. Um, check that out, just 20 minutes or so. I'll pick it up from there while we've got the Zoom team joining us. If you've got any questions, then don't hesitate to put them into the chat box. I'll try and do both of them at the same time. Um, but it was a late night last night, wasn't it? End of the month is always um, a late night as we try and get everybody set up. And especially for our TR90 group, we've got our team joining us for the 1st of October. So working the 90 days into the end of the year. Um, so it's a great time to start TR90. You're going to be finding more and more information on the Facebook page as, uh, as the days or the weeks progress. We've got a meeting on Friday uh, on the content that we're putting up there. So hopefully we'll have that available for you in the next couple of weeks. So we're very excited about that. <clears throat> but as I say, carrying on from Tuesday, when we were going to uh, we were going to pick up, we talked about cardio. I'd given you some guidelines for cardio, um, and uh, so today I wanted to talk about the two other components. So if you remember, we said there were four components. So we've got cardiorespiratory capacity, we've got muscular capacity, we've got flexibility, and then we've got body composition. So I'm going to cover resistance training and flexibility. <clears throat> Excuse me. If we get time, I will then just wrap it up with body composition. So um, resistance training. We have a lot of muscles in the body. 200 and, 206. No, that's bones. 206 bones uh, in the body. So we've got a lot of muscles that attach to bones that cross a joint that create movement. So I'm just going to say that again. We're not really going to have an anatomy class, but just so we can begin to understand, because it's always good to understand why you're doing something. So when I'm going to be talking about certain movements that are going to be really beneficial for you in TR90, I want you to think, well, why on earth is Nikki suggesting that I do that movement? So let me just take you back. So let's think about our arm, for example. So here we are. My, I can bend my elbow. We all agree that. Yeah, bicep curl. We can all do that. That movement is created because this bicep muscle, and there are actually three of them, but this bicep muscle is, um, is fixed up here on my shoulder and actually on my humerus as well. It then runs down my arm and it connects up here or down here on my, um, on my radius and ulna, so the two bones of the, uh, of the forearm. So when we ask the, the arm to contract or the muscle to contract, it pulls the lower half of the arm to the upper half of the arm. And the muscle that's creating that movement is the bicep. So the bicep is like a pulley system. So the bicep is fixed down here on the lower part of the arm. When I ask my body to do a bicep curl, my bicep muscle contracts and pulls my forearm towards my upper, um, to the upper part of my arm. So that's why muscles create movement, okay? So when we think about um, exercises that we can do in TR90 that help strengthen our body, then that's what I want you to start visualizing is what movement am, am I trying to create? So the, there are thousands and thousands of exercises that you can do, of course. But we're going to look at exercises that are going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. 
And the reason that um, resistance training is such a crucial part of TR90 is that with the um, genetic expression science that we have alongside the TR90 program, so in the shakes and in your fit and control supplements, one of the things that, that these amazing products help us do is lay down more lean muscle mass. So by resetting um, and, and powering up our gene expression in certain youth gene clusters, these are the ones responsible for how we burn fat, um, but also how we build muscle. And as we age, that begins to change, unfortunately. So unfortunately, exercises and, and um, training programs you were doing 10 years ago won't have the same effect now because of the um, genetic expression and the activity levels. But with TR90, we are beginning to reset those. So of course, a big part of that has to be the resistance training. We talked about cardio yesterday. So by building um, or aiming to build more lean muscle, we're going to raise what we call the basal metabolic rate. So the rate at which your body burns calories will increase because muscle is an active tissue, whereas fat is dormant. So if you've got a larger percentage of fat, when you're just sitting there, your, your metabolism is very low. But if you've got a larger percentage of lean muscle mass, even when you're sitting still, you're burning more calories because it's taking calories to keep that active muscle um, um, growing and present. So we need to do um, this resistance training. So the biggest exercises, the biggest bang for your buck are the ones probably most people go, oh, I really hate doing those. But you won't, I promise. Exercise is going to be become part of your life and you're going to love it. Um, so squats. Yes, squats. Um, very important because it's what we call a compound movement. And what that means is there's lots of muscles involved in creating that squat movement. So a great way to start is to just practice sitting into a chair and standing up. So sit into your chair and stand up. And then just touch your bottom on the seat and stand up. Now, the muscles that you're going to recruit while you're doing that, your, glute, uh, your glutes, so your butt, your hamstrings, the back of your leg, your quadriceps at the front of your legs, a range of muscles that we call hip flexors that are at the front of your hips. And if you remember on Tuesday, I talked about a lot of people spending so much time at the moment sitting behind a desk, and it's these hip flexors that get tight. So getting them up and getting them active is really important. Um, and then because we've got a certain amount of ankle movement, you've got a muscle called the gastrocnemius, your calf muscle, and tibialis anterior, the muscle at the front. So that's a huge amount of muscles that we work when we squat. And then, of course, I'm going to coach you to keep your belly braced, so your abs drawn in, keep your shoulder blades back and down and your chest lifted. So now we've just recruited um, transverse abdominus and rhomboids as well. So many muscles. Um, so that is a really great exercise. So squatting. Starting, if you're new to exercise, just sitting in and out of a chair or getting in and out of a chair, touching your bottom down and then standing up. You want to push through your heels, yeah? So we can engage the, uh, the glutes. And then as you drive up through the heels, you're going to brace the abs, you're going to stand nice and tall. Of course, the progression to that is that you're going to do body weight. 
Then you're going to start adding some weight. So if you've got a barbell, you can do that. If you've got dumbbells, they can go by your side. Because if we add weight, then the body goes into something called progressive overload, which means it starts to build muscle. It's going to adapt to body weight. And then to continue to get different um, benefits, we want to continually change how we squat. So for now, squats, okay? And I'm going to suggest you do three sets of 10. What? And you don't have to do them all in one go. So you can have a break at lunchtime, in the morning, lunchtime, and then early evening and get these done. Okay, so that's your squats. You're going to be learning more about squatting and how to do it on the TR90 Facebook page. All right, then lunges. I'm going to get all of the nasty ones out of the way first, okay? So then we've got our lunges. So a lunge is where you're going to stand in the squat position, so your feet, uh, shoulder widths apart, bracing the abs, and then you're going to take a big step back with one foot so that your toes on the floor and your heel is facing the ceiling and you've got a bend in that back leg. That's called a lunge. So I'm going to advise you to start off, if you're new to this, you're going to hold on to something. So maybe the back of a chair, um, a table, something that's pretty sturdy, even the wall. And then you're going to lunge down. So a lunge is when you drop or aim to drop your back knee to the floor. You're not going forward and back. Yep, you're going up and down, but in what we call a split squat position. Okay, so you're going to do, same thing, three sets of ten on each leg. Okay, three sets of 10 on each leg, keeping those abs braced and those shoulder blades back and down. All right, wonderful. So we've done squat, we've done lunge. The next thing, um, big muscle group, and we want to work the back, what we call the back um, posterior chain, is we're going to do some deadlifts. So deadlifts are where we're going to use the muscles of the back of the body um, to lift us up. So you're going to stand up nice and tall, Feet are just underneath your hips. If you like shoulder width apart, depends what your stability is like. Um, then I want you to have a little what we call micro bend in your knee. So you've got this little micro bend in your knee. To start off with no weights, all right? We're just going to use your body weight. You're going to place your hands on your thighs. And then as you slide, slide your hands down your thighs, you're going to push your butt back so that you're folding over. You're hinging from your hips. Can you see I'm trying to do it as I'm talking to you? So this is called a hip hinge or a deadlift. So you're standing nice and tall, feet underneath your shoulders, hands on your thighs. You're going to slide your hands down your thighs. And in, for in order for that to happen so you don't fall over, you've got to put the weight into your heels and push your butt back. Yep, so you're going to slide down. Probably you'll get just past your knees. Now, at that point, you're going to brace your abs. You're going to have your shoulders back. You are going to use your hamstrings the muscles in the back of your leg and your glutes to then lift you back up. And the other muscles you're going to recruit as you do that are the muscles of the back, a muscle called erector spinae. That's one of these muscles that keeps us standing up and in good posture, stops us rounding. So a very important muscle to, uh, to work. So again, hands on your thighs, micro bend in the knees, knees aren't locked. Slide your hands down, just get past your knees. And then brace the abdominals, get your shoulder blades back, squeeze your hamstrings and your glutes, bring yourself up to standing. Amazing. So that's what we call a hip hinge. 
How are you going to progress that? You can start adding weight, yeah? But make sure that you've got no pain in your back because all of this is happening in your glutes and hamstrings are the muscles that are going to be responsible for lifting you up and that erector spinae, so, so abs in. And then gradually start to increase some weight into those. Perfect. So the, we've got two movements left. How am I doing for time? You know what I'm like. Oh, I've got three minutes. Two movements left. The next one is your push-up. Yeah, we've got to have a push movement in there. This is going to recruit the muscles of the chest and those triceps, these wobbly bits here. So how do you start? You're going to start on the wall. So standing up and on the wall. And then you can progress that because you can start to take your feet further away from the wall, okay? Until you feel strong enough to make it onto the floor. So some of the coaching tips is that I need you to make sure that your shoulder blades are back and down. Can you see how I do that? I literally lift them up, I slide them down my back, and then I use these muscles at the side called my lats to then, if you like, anchor my shoulder blades back and down. So that means I'm opening my chest. I'm then going to place my hands just slightly wider than my shoulders. Um, elbows are coming out slightly, and that's the position that you're going to use for your chest press, um, your push-up. So on the wall, and then when you feel strong enough, you're going to come down on the floor. So how can we progress this? The first thing you're going to do is on the floor and on your knees. Yeah? So you drop your chest, you push into the heel of your hand. As you come up, you squeeze your chest. So we need that mind-body connection. It's not just in the arms. It's lowering yourself down, bracing the abs, and then thinking about squeezing your chest together to... To create the contraction that lifts you up because the um, the pectoral muscle the chest muscle crosses the shoulder joint and fixes up here on the upper humerus so in order for us to engage the chest muscle we need to push through the hands and straighten that arm but the actual power to this move is coming from the chest from those pecs all right so then knees then you can take your knees further back and then eventually up onto your toes. So again, three sets of 10 for your push-ups. And then the final exercise I'm going to talk about today, and it looks like we're going to have to do flexibility on Tuesday, doesn't it? Because I'm going to run out of time. But the final exercise is an exercise that we call a pull movement. So a pull, again, is the back of the body. Yeah? We need to strengthen these rhomboids and these uh, mid-traps and all of these lovely um, lats and stabilizing muscles, again, for posture. So I am going to suggest that you start with um, cans of soup if you're new to this. If you've got some resistance bands at home, then they're great too. Um, and then you can build it up to dumbbells, barbells, kettlebells, all sorts of bells. Um, but what you're going to do, you're going to stand up nice and tall, feet underneath your shoulders. You're then going to tip from your hip so your chest is facing the floor, your chin is tucked in, your arms are by your side. And then what you're going to do is you're going to slide your elbows past your rib cage. Yeah, so it's a narrow move. Elbows past the rib cage. Um, and you're, to do that, you're squeezing the shoulder blades together. And then you lower them down. So once you start this pull movement, you are in that forward hinge. Yeah? So you're tipping from your hip. Your chin's tucked in. So we've got a little bit of us working against gravity. That's what we want. So we tip forwards. And then you're going to slide the elbows past the ribcage. And we're aiming for, guess how many? 
three sets of ten. Um, so three sets of ten there for your rhomboids. So this is your upper back. The coaching cues I want to give you are slide your shoulder blades back and down. Make sure that they're being held down there by these lovely lat muscles. Yeah, because we don't want you to be bunched up here and trying to row. So let's create some space, lengthening through that neck, getting those shoulder blades back and down. Tip from the hip, slide your elbows past your ribcage. Three sets of ten. I'm exhausted just talking about it. Um, those are what we call the primal movements. So there's a couple more that I would like to talk about, things like plank, but I think I'm going to do those in flexibility um, because those are seen as sort of exercises that, uh, or positions that we can do at the end. So, um, sorry this is taking so long. Who would have thought it? Uh, today was resistance training. We've done squat, lunge, we've done a push, we've done a pull, um, and then that was it, and the hip hinge. We did that hip hinge as well. So these are the movements that our bodies do every day that we are going to strengthen so that as we say with TR90, we're about teaching you how to live healthier for longer using these primal movements and being supported with our gene expression science. So have fun with those. Three sets of 10. Um, so you, like I say, you can spread that out over the day or you can do it all in the morning, all in the evening, totally up to you. Make sure you're taking your shakes, your um, supplements, and that you're fueling well and that you're sleeping well as well. I will be back with you on Tuesday and we will wrap this section up with flexibility. But thank you everybody for joining us this morning. I can see that I've just got, <laughs> Maria Pickley, I've just done a squat with a chair and it feels much better. That's fantastic. Wonderful. So I'm glad that people are taking all of this information and using it. And like I say, it's going to become more and more interactive over the coming weeks so that we can have a really good 90-day challenge towards the end of the, uh, the year. So thank you very much, guys. Uh, if you have any questions, you can pop them in the comments or if you're on Zoom. Okay. I never, un I never, I never understood, understood how to do squat properly. properly. That was awesome. Just sitting into a chair is a really good one, Dorcas. Just let your bottom touch the chair and then stand up. And think about pushing into the heel so that it's the glutes that work. That's perfect. All right, guys, lovely to see you all. I will see you uh, back. Um, it's going to be Tuesday, Thank but I will, uh, I'll confirm that with you. Thank you, Nikki. Awesome. All right, have a lovely weekend, everybody. That was fabulous. I, oh, I'm doing you. all the exercises while you were doing I'm going to put it in my phone now to remind me three times a day. All right, and you're in the Facebook group, so you'll find them. We'll start putting all of this stuff in there as well. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks. Goodbye.